happy Monday to everyone. Hopefully, y'all had a great weekend. Uh, we're back once again. Um, weekend was pretty good. Got a lot of rest because I was exhausted this weekend. But we're back in the house live tonight on Facebook, YouTube, Par- not Periscope, uh, Twitch. D Live is always in the house and also anchor.fm. Uh, tonight, we're going to talk about um, early voting started today here in Texas. So um, yeah, definitely get out and vote. The uh, primary election will be November the 2nd. Um, so we're voting on eight Texas Constitution amendments. Uh, definitely uh, do your research on them, either for or against. And uh, even this election is so important for the simple fact um what we're voting on can make a difference how uh how our lawmakers make changes i know one of the um election itself uh one of the amendments that is on the ballot is is decision that judges can make so we definitely need to get out and vote because we know if we don't get out and vote and they pass it it can affect our laws what a lot of people don't realize, our, our laws are made mainly by these small elections, how our local laws are. So we definitely need need to get out and vote. Uh, that's why I, I talk about all the time, please get registered to vote. Don't wait until election time to try to vote and try to get registered to vote. So uh, definitely go out and uh, vote. Uh, all over Texas, and I'm sure it's up some in other states too. Um, but Texas, we definitely need to stand up, and we need to send a, a message to Greg Abbott to let him know we're going to show up to vote, even for these small elections. Even though I'm saying they're small, but they really be it because it can make a difference in how they set the laws. But if we show up for this. Maybe Greg Abbott will step down. I doubt it, but it sounds good. Um, and he would know that we will show up next year for his election when it's time to vote him out. So definitely um, uh, take the time to vote. Uh, early voting is going on all this week. And if you did a mail-in ballot, uh, I believe they have to be in uh, by Friday. So uh, definitely get out and vote and let your voice be heard. And um, don't let anyone take your voice from you. Uh, this is how we could change what's going on. Uh, I believe a part of the amendment is um, a caregiver for people that is in um, that is in um, uh, uh, nursing homes and things like that, uh, where they can have at least one family member to come visit, regardless if it's a pandemic or not, they could come and have visit visitors. So, um, so it's eight of them on the amendment. So definitely get out and vote. Let your voice be heard. Don't wait until next November and decide to vote. No, we need to do it now. We need to vote every election, uh, regardless of what's on the ballot. We need to vote and let our voice be heard. Um, also tonight, I seen the story um, the other day. Christina Nash, 29 years old, out of uh, Huntsville, Alabama. 
Yeah, we're going to talk about that because she was um, reported missing and five days later found in a police van on police property dead. So we're going to hit on that. Um, then also seen a disturbing video that came out today. Uh, Eric Husley, um, former police officer Eric Husley. That's another thing. See, these amendments could could make a change in this too. So you definitely need to get out and vote. But Eric Husley is a Indianapolis police officer who um, decided to kick a young man in the head while he was handcuffed on the ground. Yeah. Handcuffed on the ground, kicked him in the head. And his his excuse was he was trying to put his foot on his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. We'll break that down, too. So um, uh, so hopefully um, uh, go ahead and share the share the uh, stream. Let people know we are live and you can be a part of um, the conversation, regardless of where you are. Uh, whichever platform you are watching on, please take the time, like, share, tell a friend, um, and uh, click the hearts if uh, if you're on a platform that that you're able to give us hearts and stuff. Um, so, with yeah, this is very disturbing. Now we know Huntsville, we know the history of Huntsville, but. Right now, the police facing face questions um, after a woman's body is found in a police video in Alabama. Yeah. Um, so uh, basically, authority in Huntsville, Alabama, are facing questions surrounding the discovery of a woman's body in the back of a rarely used police van in a police parking lot. A police, a police officer discovered the body of Christina Nash on October 7th in an unoccupied van in the back corner of a parking lot at the Huntsville Police Safety Complex. Huntsville Deputy Police Chief Dwayne McCarver uh, said at a news briefing Friday, Nash family had reported her on October the 2nd. The officer noticed shoes next to the van and approached um, and approached it. Uh, discovered Miss Nash' body inside. Windows on the van were observed to be open, and on this type of van, they pop outward. He said, uh, "McCarver told reporter, it's department policy to keep those vans locked." All city vehicles should remain locked anytime they are not in use or occupied. Uh, he said, sometimes you just have to say that was something that shouldn't ne have never happened. And CNN has reported, have reached out to Nash family in the Madison County Corner Office for comment. Investigator have been pouring over security footage uh, from the parking lot. Uh, trying to piece together what happened. 
McCarver said investigator eventually determined Nash entered the van September the 25th around 12.30 p.m. During the news conference, McCarver uh, walked reporter through grainy surveillance footage highlighted Nash movement on September the 25th. Um, in the days following as she opened and closed the windows of the van, Miss Nash is observed in the video walking around the parking lot on the 25th. McCarver says she lays down in the in the bushes at some point, and she sit on the hood of a police car for some time. She approached other cars in the parking lot, and this all happened for about 10 minutes before she entered the van. Investigator noted the last time Nash opened the window, um, and what McCarver described as a very busy parking lot was September the 28th. The deputy chief said, cars go by, people nearby the van. We just wish that she would have hollered out to someone or something because there were of what we see as potential opportunity for this not to be a tragedy. And unfortunately, no one was able to realize she was in that van and that was the outcome, McCarver said. Officers are in and out of the lot 24 hours a day, seven days a week, he added. The van was purchased in 1995 as an inmate transport van. McCarver said it was uh, repurposed for the department in early 2000 for evidence transportation and has not been used since March. McCarver said, because the visa inmate transport, once the back doors are closed, there's no way to open them from the inside. McCarver said, authority um, at this point have no idea of knowing what her state of mind was, uh, what was going on there. Uh, Madison County Corner, Dr. Tyler Berryhill said, no foul play or bodily uh, trauma was detected during the autopsy conducted on October the 12th. So once again, um, it's it's a sad situation that never should have happened. And for her to go unnoticed at this parking lot for a long period of time and no one knew she was there is really a terrible thing. And um, and And please, if you know... Reading the story sound like she may have some mental illness going on. And if you know somebody who is struggling with mental illness, please get them help. Get them help. If they work, advise them they could get work, get help from their employer uh, using your EAP program, uh, which is normally free for um, for you and your family. So. Uh, so definitely, if 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 you know someone that is struggling with mental health, please get them help. Um, and there may be some local service that can offer free help also. Uh, welcome to the show, T-Cal. I see you flee it in and say, hey, Kirk, dog, how's it going? It's going great. I can't complain. I'm back on live. Um, got some good rest this weekend, but I'm still extremely tired. Um 
said it's been a long and crazy day. I'm still here at work at least to listen to you while uh, for my associate to go and return from lunch. Yeah, you gotta 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 let them get something to eat. You can't can't treat them. Can't let them work all day without eating. So I uh, definitely thank you for always tuning in and supporting the show. Um, this is a tragic uh, for uh, for this family to to discover that their loved one was found in a police vehicle on uh, on the police property, which is which is not good, and it's. Um, it's kind of like the police is not really um, monitoring their own property. So no one didn't see her or think anything about it. That's why I tell people all the time, you need to pay attention to your surrounding. If you see something is wrong, say something, investigate, look, see what's going on. Um, especially in a situation like this, with all the policemen, all the cars coming through, somebody should have noticed something that the windows was open on that van or something. So um, uh, that's a sad situation altogether. And just like this other situation is pretty sad too, coming out of Indianapolis. Um, yeah. This is uh, really jacked up. Indianapolis police sergeant under federal investigation after body camera video showed him kicking a handcuffed man in the head. In the head. Um, federal prosecutors say they and the FBI are investigating an officer with the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department after body cam video showed him kicking a handcuffed man in the head during an arrest. Um, Sergeant Eric Husley has already been criminally charged at the state level and could face termination, authority said. Um, acting U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of in Indiana, uh, John E. Children's, said Wednesday that if the investigation revealed Pursuit, uh, prosecutable uh, violation of any federal criminal statute, the U.S. Justice Department will take appropriate action. Uh, the result of an internal investigation led um, Marion County District Attorney to charge Huxley with official misconduct in battle with modern bodily injury in connection with the September the 24th arrest of Jermaine Vaughn's at the city momentum circle, IMPD Lieutenant Shane Foley said during a news conference, uh, whose Husley has been suspended without pay, and MIPD Chief Randall Taylor has recommended Husley be terminated for his action. And IMPD internal affairs investigation is ongoing. To the citizen involved in this incident, my thoughts and prayers go out to you. Taylor said in a statement, the interaction um, does not represent IMPD and the work of our officers do each day to keep our community safe. 
Huxley claimed he accidentally kicked Vaughn's in the face and meant to place his foot on Vaughn's shoulder, according to a probable cause obtained by CNN affiliate. The WTHR CNN has reached out to the district attorney, Huxley, and Vaughn for comment, but has not yet heard back. Um, IMPD has also contacted the FBI and the U.S. Attorney Office about this incident and IMPD news. Um, so, how can, first of all, the man was already. Um, it's already in uh, handcuffs and on the ground. So you're just gonna try to kick his shoulder, miss his shoulder, and hit him and kick him in the face. Um, that's I don't buy that at all. And then he um, also um, made a comment that. Um, you're out of there, something like that. So he kicked the man in the face. Oh, he said, you're done. You're done. And the question is, if he's already in handcuffs, why are you kicking him? Why are you putting your foot on him? By trying to put your foot on him. Um, and I'd also go on and say Huxley was one of three responding officers investigating a disorderly conduct incident on Manimbang Circus on September the 24th. Taylor said he did not expect the two, the other two officers would face criminal charges, but they are on administrative duty pending the conclusion of the internal investigation. Taylor played video of the rest during the Tuesday news conference. It shows Huxley kicking Vaughn, a black man, in the head while he is on his back and handcuffed. Taylor said the video is difficult to watch. The video began with Vaughn's handcuff and being searched. Vaughn is heard telling the officer, nobody cares what you do anymore. Vaughn's and the arresting officer then get into a scuffle. When the officer began pushing Vaughn, back and told him to lean back. Moments later, Vons is on the ground, on his back, with the arresting officer over him. Hustle is seen kicking Vons head and saying, you're done. Uh, Vaughn was arrested for disorderly conduct. Finally said, uh, Vons was then taken to jail and did not receive medical treatment following the incident, Taylor said. And IMPD news release said the incident came to light through internal use of force review procedure. When Taylor learning about the incident Wednesday, Taylor then ordered an expedited internal affairs investigation and special investigated engagement unit investigation. A probable cause affidavit was presented to uh, Marion County Prosecutor Office Friday, the release said transparency is one of those things that we've been striving for. Taylor said explaining why IMPD decided to release the body cam footage. We've done that because we want to build the correct relationship with the community that we need to have. Uh, the chief said the department has 
department first learned of the incident due to an internal reporting procedure called Blue Team, where officers involved in use of force incident explained what force was used and why. Um, Taylor said when, when asked whether race played a role in the incident, I would be disgusted, Taylor said. Uh, I would ha have an issue with that, but I understand. I understand what people would think. Um, my question is, why kick a man? I don't care what color they are. Why would you kick a man that is already handcuffed and on, on his back? Um, why, why do something like that? And of course, he's not going to say race did not play a part. But civil rights do. Because you violated this man's civil right. He's already in handcuffs. Then you decide to kick him. Abuse of power. You can say you try to kick him in the shoulder. That's not even right. He's in handcuffs. And not to provide medical attention is a whole nother issue. For the simple fact, what if by you kicking him in the head, you cause bleeding or he had other issues that that you cannot see? Just like if somebody fall and bump their head, they could get a concussion. You could have gave him one. But I don't know if he denied medical attention or not. But either way, it's not right. And this officer should be held accountable. He should lose his job. And I've asked this question a lot. Do you think when officers do stuff like this, should, should they lose their pension? Because the thing is, you're doing stuff like this. Hey, why paying them to uh, be rewarding them for something that's going to cost the taxpayers money. That's kind of like uh, Derek Chavez. Um, I believe when he get out of jail, he's going to be made millions of dollars off his pension. Why should the taxpayer have to pay that money? They haven't paid to cover the lawsuits. That money should come from officers. And that will teach him because I always been told you hit them where it hurt. They'll think twice before doing something else like that. And um, uh, so it's um, it's definitely something that that they need to um, um, consider taking pensions from them. That that money that you match, take it from them. Let that pay for the, some of that lawsuit. Um, and that one thing. Um, so, um, so that should be, hopefully, this officer is charged. Hopefully he's charged. Um, 
And with him being charged, that would help. We need to start holding these cops accountable. Uh, there's no other way of putting it. Hold them accountable and go from there. That's all we could do as as people. Hold them accountable. And um uh and that and hopefully if you hit them in the pocket, they'll be like, wait a minute, I could lose this. I could lose that. Yes, you can. You need to pay for that lawsuit. Why do we need to continue paying for that lawsuit? It don't make sense. <laughs> the public should not have to pay for a lawsuit of of uh you violating violating somebody's right. We shouldn't have to pay for that. That should be on you. And these police unions decide to stick behind these officers, even though when the writing is on the wall and they know they're wrong, they'll do everything to stick behind them. So we definitely need to hold them accountable. Um Today, the jury selection for Amar Arbery, um, the three men accused of, of murdering him, <clears throat> uh, the jury selection have started today. So hopefully, um, that's why it's good to be a registered voter. Because if you're a registered voter, you have the opportunity of serving on the jury. Stop trying to get out of it. So uh, we will be uh, keeping up with this. Um, they had over 100 potential jurors show up in Burnswood, Georgia, uh, for the beginning of the jury selection. So hopefully um, uh that have them placed and then that trial can get started. So uh, that's what we're hoping for. And hopefully they they find justice for Mark killing, uh, unjust killing. Um, so other than that, uh, we will keep an eye on that and we will be back tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time. Um, so just uh, let's keep it going. So I will see y'all tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time. Until then, I love each and every one of you. Peace.